In the kingdom of Valoria, Queen Elysia once sat upon a gilded throne, ruling with compassion, and grace. The palace echoed with songs of her kindness, and the streets filled with tales of her bravery. Children looked up to the skies, hoping to catch a glimpse of their queen's falcon, which was said to saw the skies only when Elysia was content. However, as is often the case in realms ruled by man and magic, envy and treachery lurked in shadowed corners. A faction of nobles, threatened by Elysia's growing popularity and fearing the unknown extent of her magical prowess, began whispering words of doubt. They spread rumors of dark rituals and forbidden spells, painting a portrait of a monarch who conversed with the occult. It wasn't long before these whispers turned into shouts. A swift and unjust trial saw Alicia convicted of witchcraft and treason against her own land. Stripped of her crown, her title, and her dignity, she was banished. As she left the gates of Valoria, her falcon circled one last time before disappearing into the horizon, mirroring the sun that set on her reign. Alicia's once radiant eyes, filled with dreams and hope, now mirrored the icy plains she was condemned to wander. The biting cold pierced her skin, but it was the loneliness and betrayal that truly chilled her heart. Days turned into nights and nights into days, with the sun merely a distant memory, overshadowed by the perpetual gloom of the frozen wastes. As despair threatened to consume her, Alicia found that the land responded to her emotions. When she wept, the winds carried her tears. When she sang, the snowflakes danced to her melancholic melodies. The very elements seemed to resonate with her anguish, grief, and latent power. But it wasn't just the elements that answered her call. One fateful night, under the shimmer of the auroras, Alicia's sheer will and latent magic sculpted a massive bear from the ice. The bear, with eyes reflecting the northern lights, bowed to its creator. Soon after, Delicate snow sprites emerged, their laughter like tinkling icicles, bringing some warmth to her frosty solitude. Surrounded by these wondrous beings of ice and snow, Alicia's sorrow slowly transformed into purpose. If Valoria had forsaken her, she would craft a new realm from the frost and snow, a kingdom where she was not only a queen but a goddess of the icy expanse. The frozen wasteland, once a sentence of despair, became her sanctuary, and thus began the legend of the Queen of the Frozen Wastes. The vast expanse of the icy plains began to change under Alicia's touch. The barren landscapes, once a testament to her solitude, now bore witness to a realm taking shape. Every whisper of the wind, every shimmer of the snow was a testament to her power, and from this magic, the citadel of frostbite was born. This was no ordinary castle. Towering spires of ice, spiraled towards the heavens, reflecting the kaleidoscope of colors from the ever-present auroras. Intricate frost patterns adorned its walls, each telling tales of the land's past, present, and the eternal promise of tomorrow. Enormous gateways carved from glaciers marked the entrance, guarded by the formidable ice bears. Inside, the hallways echoed with the laughter of snow sprites, and the Grand Hall boasted a throne sculpted from a single, immense ice crystal, shimmering with an inner light. At the heart of this palace was its radiant queen, now known by all as Frostbite. 
She walked her domain with grace, her fingertips trailing over the ice, singing it to life. Where her touch lingered, fountains of melted snow cascaded, their waters pure and glistening. Gardens of crystalline flowers bloomed, each petal a prism refracting the gentle glow of the moon. The creatures of her making thrived in this paradise. In return for the life she gifted them, they served as her protectors, advisors, and companions. The bears patrolled the vast kingdom's borders, the sprites acted as messengers, relaying tales from afar, and other beings, more majestic and mysterious, whispered secrets of the world into Frostbite's ear. However, as with any marvel in the world, the allure of Frostbite's kingdom didn't remain hidden for long. Travelers from neighboring lands, braving blizzards and treacherous ice, would sometimes glimpse the towering spires from afar. Tales of an ice queen ruling a magnificent crystal city filled with untold treasures, spread like wildfire. Soon, the ambitious and the curious, lured by stories of magical artifacts and enchanted riches, set their compasses northward. The once untouched kingdom became the focal point of adventurers, mercenaries, and treasure hunters. The peace Frostbite had so lovingly cultivated was now on the brink of shattering, and a new chapter in the saga of the frozen wastes was about to begin. Lorne was a captain forged not just by the many seas he had conquered but also by the countless myths he had chased. Tales of the Heartstone had ignited a fire within him, a desire not just for the power it promised but also for the legacy of being the one to uncover it. Assembled around him was a band of skilled explorers, each having faced nature's wrath and emerged victorious. But nothing could have prepared them for the expanse of the frozen wasteland. Miles and miles of glinting snow stretched endlessly, occasionally broken by jagged icy structures that seemed to pierce the very skies. They followed whispered legends and half-forgotten maps, their path lit by the ethereal glow of the northern lights. However, this land was not defenseless. The very ground they trod upon was alive, alert, and watchful. As they neared Frostbite's territory, the nimble snow sprites, unseen but always present, sensed the alien heartbeat of these outsiders. Curious and wary, they flitted back to the citadel, carrying with them the news of the intruders. Frostbite's guardians, always vigilant, sprang into action. Towering ice giants emerged from the snow-covered mountains, their forms glistening and formidable. They wrought challenges that echoed like thunder, sending avalanches down in the wake of their fury. The ice bears, with their predatory grace, stalked Lorne's party, their breath misting the cold air, eyes fixated on the trespassers. Lorne's group found themselves besieged. They were skilled, no doubt, but this was no ordinary foe. The land itself seemed to rebel against them. Every step became treacherous as the snow beneath would suddenly morph, attempting to trap or mislead. Fierce blizzards, sprang up out of nowhere, blinding them and distorting their path. Realizing a direct assault would be futile, Lorne devised a plan to evade these relentless guardians. They moved under the cover of night, using the glow of the auroras to navigate, staying low and relying on their wits. Cunning traps were laid to distract or delay the ice creatures, and makeshift tunnels were dug for cover. 
In one particularly harrowing encounter, a member of Lorne's crew sacrificed himself, leading away a group of ice bears, allowing the rest to move forward. His haunting screams, muffled by the vastness of the frozen plains, served as a chilling reminder of the Citadel's defenses. Despite their efforts, their numbers dwindled. Yet, the sight of the crystalline spires of Frostbite's Citadel in the distance rekindled their determination. Each tower glinting under the starry sky seemed to beckon them, and the allure of the Heartstone pulled them forward, deeper into the heart of the icy kingdom. Within the grand chamber of her citadel, a place of both awe and splendor, Frostbite sat upon her ice throne. Every facet of the room shimmered, reflecting the light from the ever-present auroras above. Lorne and the remnants of his party, weary and battered, felt the weight of their journey press upon them as they stepped into her presence. The atmosphere was thick with tension, and the room was cold, not just from the frost but from the raw power that emanated from its ruler. As Lorne met Frostbite's piercing gaze, he saw eons of pain, betrayal, and power. Yet, there was also an undeniable wisdom and grace. Clearing his throat, Lorne stepped forward. Majesty, he began, his voice echoing in the chamber, we did not venture into your realm to bring harm or to covet your treasures. Our quest is born out of desperation. And with that, he narrated the dire situation in his homeland, where a relentless plague threatened to wipe out entire generations. The Heartstone, as legends had it, possessed the power to heal any malady. As Frostbite listened, her stern demeanor softened ever so slightly. But her reply sent shivers down Lorne's spine. The heartstone you seek, she began with a sigh, is not an artifact or a mere gem. It is the very essence of my being, my heart, crystallized over ages of solitude and magic. To take it would not just rob me of my power, but of my life. The explorers exchanged panicked glances. The weight of their journey, the losses they'd suffered, suddenly felt even more profound. But Frostbite, in her infinite wisdom, saw beyond their desperation. She recognized the genuine intent behind their quest. After a heavy pause, she spoke, I will not forsake a kingdom, even if it means a great personal sacrifice. However, I will not give my heart lightly. You, Lorne, and your bravest companions will face a trial. If you prove worthy, demonstrating not just strength but also wisdom, compassion, and sacrifice, then, and only then, will we discuss the fate of the Heartstone. Lorne nodded gravely, preparing himself and his crew for yet another challenge. The stakes had never been higher. But as they would soon discover, Frostbite's trials were unlike anything they had ever faced before. A vast expanse of towering ice walls, stood before Lorne and his companions. The chilling wind whistled through the maze, carrying with it whispered hints and false directions. Each pathway seemed identical, leading them in circles, their own footprints acting as both guide and deceiver. With limited supplies and the cold biting at their heels, the explorers quickly realized that this wasn't just a test of navigation, but of endurance and teamwork. With every dead end and deceptive pathway, frustration built. But instead of succumbing, 
they began working together. One mapped their path, another searched for patterns in the ice, and Lorne, with his innate sense of direction, led the way. Hours felt like days, but with combined wits, they emerged from the labyrinth, a stronger and more cohesive team. As they stepped into a dense, foggy veil, the environment shifted. The cold mist seemed alive, curling around them and taking form. Out of the swirling fog emerged their deepest fears. Lorne was confronted by the haunting visage of his fallen crew members, their accusatory stares piercing his soul. His companions, too, faced their own personal nightmares, whether it be lost loved ones or past failures. The icy phantoms taunted and threatened, trying to break their spirit. But rather than fleeing or fighting, the group found strength in facing these fears head-on. They acknowledged their past, understanding that the veil wasn't there to harm but to teach. By confronting and comforting their apparitions, they dispelled the mists and moved forward, their burdens a bit lighter. In a serene, mirror-like chamber, frostbite awaited. The walls, ceiling, and floor were made of pure, reflective ice, each surface showing a different memory. Lorne saw his own reflection, but behind him played scenes of his life. He saw moments of joy, of pain, of failures. Every decision he'd made, that led to the loss of innocent lives was on display. The room was silent except for the echoes of past mistakes. Lorne's companions, too, were engrossed in their reflections, reliving moments they'd long buried. But this trial wasn't about dredging up the past for the sake of torment. Frostbite, with tears in her eyes, spoke gently. To lead is to decide, and every decision has its consequences. Recognize them, learn from them, but do not let them define you. Lorne fell to his knees, overwhelmed. But instead of sinking into despair, he embraced the pain, letting it wash over him. He spoke to each memory, expressing regret, apologizing, and promising to honor their sacrifices. His sincerity resonated within the chamber, and the icy reflections began to warm, turning the room into a realm of soft, glowing light. Having faced himself, Lorne emerged not as a broken man but as one reborn, with a clearer purpose and a heart full of determination. The cavernous chamber of Frostbite's throne room was filled with a palpable tension. The walls, made of intricate ice patterns, seemed to shimmer in anticipation of the moment that was about to unfold. Lorne and his companions stood, awestruck, as Frostbite gracefully descended from her throne. Her fingers, cold and delicate, held the heartstone, a mesmerizing gem that pulsed with a soft blue luminescence. As she extended it towards Lorne, a tear slid from her eye, freezing midair, a testament to the gravity of her sacrifice. Remember, Frostbite whispered, her voice echoing through the chamber, the power of this stone comes with great responsibility. Use it wisely and let it be a beacon of hope, not just for your people but for all. Lorne nodded, clutching the heartstone. As he did, he felt its power surge through him, a warmth that contrasted the cold surroundings. Frostbite's form began to transform, her once vibrant blue hue paling, turning crystalline and translucent. 
The once formidable queen, filled with power and grace, slowly became an ethereal statue, capturing her final moment of benevolence for eternity. The creatures of the frozen wastes gathered around their now silent queen. The snow sprites cried tiny crystal tears, while the ice giants bowed their heads in reverence. It was as if the very land mourned its guardian, a symphony of sorrow echoing through the icy plains. Returning to his homeland, Lorne faced a kingdom on the brink of despair. But with the power of the Heartstone, the plague was eradicated, breathing life back into the withering lands. Alicia, once a dying realm, was reborn with vibrant fields, bustling towns, and hopeful citizens. In the heart of the capital, Lorne commissioned a monument, a grand statue of frostbite, made of the purest ice that never melted, standing tall and radiant under the sun. At its base, an inscription told her tale. Here stands Frostbite, the queen of the frozen wastes. From exile to savior, her heart now beats in every corner of Elysia. As years turned to decades and decades to centuries, the legend of Frostbite was passed down through generations. It became a story not of an exiled witch, but of a selfless queen, a symbol of hope, sacrifice and love, a reminder that even in the coldest of hearts, warmth can be found.